0: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger
2: Iltz, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Iles. I'm Leo Iles. And we are
3: the the Derrieres. Derrieres. We're doing the best that we can, driving up and down the roads of America, just finding music wherever we can.
2: That's true. Well, uh, people ask us, they say, Derrieres, Derrieres. exactly what is Americana music? Which is a fair question. Well, it is, and and there are a lot of opinions. Uh, There's ours. Well, and we have one. We have one, yeah. uh, Ours is that it is music with... Distinctive American roots.
3: Exactly. That could be a lot of different things.
2: Well, yeah, it's it's a pretty wide open palette. It could be Western. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be country. It could be classical. Big band. It could be show tunes. It could be Cajun. Pop. Uh, how about opera? How about jazz? How about <laughs> funk? Okay, I'll give you a funk. <laughs> so... Uh, it's, it's that and so much more. Uh, and the format of the show is that uh, we each show up every week with a fistful of tunes, virtual fistful, uh, fistful, I should say. Exactly. And we have not disclosed those tunes to the other guy. And we parse them out one at a time. And uh, we also take turns starting the show. And I believe that I started last week, so I think you're up. Uh, I am. Thank you, Leo. And uh, I I got to looking back, and we have not featured Hawaiian music for some time. That's true. And uh, so I I thought it uh, was time to do that. I'm actually not repeating a a performer, but um, uh, this is a guy by the name of Marcel Rene George Archer Serran. Of course it is. (laughs) That's quite a moniker, I would say. He went by George Tatu Archer and his band was called The Pagans. Okay, that's that much we can get. I get that. I do like that. I do like that. He was born in Tahiti in 1906, and he uh, immigrated to Los Angeles, and then he finally moved to Hawaii, and he married Audrey Robinson of uh, Pa'i, Maui, who had been born there in 1919. So up to that time, his career had been focused uh, pretty much entirely on Tahitian music, but he and Audrey began composing... Hapa tunes.
3: Oh, Hapa half yeah. white,
2: right? Yeah. Right. So uh, he built his group with Splash Lions on steel guitar. <laughs> I like that Splash name.
3: Splash Lions.
2: Uh huh. And Tommy Carter on vibes. Uh, Bill Akamuho Mukahau Dias and Alyssa Kroll were vocalists. <laughs> that's that's a mouthful, isn't it? And and Dorothy, I won't pronounce her last name. She wrote the <laughs> harmony vocal arrangements and sang as well. Anyway. Um, This is, uh, I I love this tune. Although we have not ever done this tune yet, we need to at some time because I've got it earmarked. George Tattoo Archer and his pagans doing Waikiki (laughs) Chikadee.
0: Check the goodies. you
1: my little chickadee just we you meet the sky so blue
2: That's Hawaiian right there. We love Hawaiian music. Uh, you better believe it. We need to get uh, our our band Hula Girl back up and going again. Absolutely. Yeah. That's been some fun. Well, Leo, what do you want to follow that with? Uh, from uh, the year
3: 2013, it's it's fairly recent. There's this guy that goes by uh, the moniker White Buffalo. Okay. Have you heard of this guy? Maybe. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny. It's the professional what they call the professional moniker. And stage name of this guy, he's an American musician and singer-songwriter, Jake Smith. Now, what's wrong with Jake Smith? That's a pretty good name. I, yeah, I uh, mean, that, that sounds okay to me. But uh, when I looked the guy up, and said he was heavily influenced by Irish uh, traveler kind of music. And, um, you know, he, he was born in Oregon in about 1974 and raised in California. And he grew up listening... Listen, he, he listened to, uh, listened to a lot of country music and punk rock. Okay. All right. That's kind of an interesting combination right yeah, there. Yeah, But he also studied history uh, when he went to college, and uh, the largest influences on his songwriting are, are folk singers like Bob Dylan and, and uh, Leonard Cohen.
2: Which goes perfectly with uh, country and folk rock. Not and so punk much. Oh.
3: <laughs> you see the problem.
2: Yeah. Now, a, he's diverse. A, like, okay. He's
3: very diverse. This guy's a baritone. And, but he has a wide range in his, in his uh, singing voice. And uh, he also whistles a lot, as opposed to playing a harmonica, which a lot of folk singers do, okay. right? Uh-huh. He, he whistles mostly. And, and uh, he, his l- lyrical references uh, are a lot of them about God and war, you know. So he's, he's deep. This okay. guy's deep. Now listen, he really came to the, uh, to the fore uh, because he provided a lot of songs for the television series The Sons of Anarchy.
2: Oh my! Did you watch that? Uh, I, no, I didn't, but I've I've heard about it. it.
3: I did, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's a, it's a pretty interesting thing. Uh, but he he got contributed a lot of songs uh, to that particular series. Anyway, let's just get this guy listening, keeping all those influences in mind, right? So we're gonna. It's White Buffalo, and the song is called uh, Highwomen.
0: I was a highwayman, along the cold roads I did ride. With a sword and pistol by my side. Many young maid lost her baubles to my tray. Many a soldier shed his life blood on my blade. The bastards hung me in the spring of 25. But I'm still alive. I was a sailor And I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide and I sailed a schoon around the Horn of Mexico and I went aloft to furl the mainsail in the blow The odds broke off, they said that I got killed. But I'm living still. I was a dam builder, crosses the river deep and wide. Where steel and water did collide. In a place called Boulder on the wild Colorado Well, I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that gray tomb that knows no sound But I'm still around And I'll always be around and around I flew a starship Across the universe divine When I reach the other side I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can Perhaps I may become a highwayman again I may simply be a single drop of rain And I will remain And I'll come back again And again, again And again
3: It's not a love ballad. Yeah. I never said it was a love ballad. No, you, it's you did it's not a ballad. Say that. It's a ballad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. what do you think of that guy?
2: Um, I liked it. Yeah. yeah we'll have to, that maybe... was interesting. I want to I'm going to listen to some more of his stuff maybe. I think it's your turn. It is my turn. Uh, this is one that I have had on the back burner for some time. Uh, uh, guess who might have told me about it?
3: Mm, I give up. I don't Our know.
2: pal Dave Irwin. Oh, Dave. Yeah. He,
3: he's such a fountain of information.
2: Well, he told me about this group, and they go by uh, Lauren and Mark. So uh, it's it's Lauren uh, Barriger and Mark Mazengarb. I <laughs> hope that's right. I'm not going to consult the <laughs> nice tra- girl because no. I don't think she'd know either. She wouldn't know. Yeah, she'd no. make something up. Yeah. She'd sound more confident. Anyway, uh, Lawrence started playing guitar when he was only four years old. And by the time he was six, he played the Chet Atkins hit Yakety Axe in front of thousands of country music fans at the Grand Old Opry in Nashville. How old was he? Six years old. Oh, man. Yeah. So um, he went on to study with Jimmy Atkins, who was Chet's brother, which uh, led to a touring career with his family band from Nashville to Las Vegas. Now Mark is actually from New Zealand, and he got his formal music training in uh, Wellington, New Zealand, uh, majoring in classical guitar performance. But in his final year uh, at, in school, he undertook an exchange to the University of North Carolina where he discovered the world of bluegrass and the music of guitar greats like Chet Atkins, Merle Travis, and Jerry Reed. He had to get there eventually. Totally bent his head. (laughs) And since then, he's become hooked on fingerstyle guitar playing. Um, uh, So these two guys got together, uh, and actually this is um, uh, a a, a video of them playing live in the studio. Um, And uh, Dave told me, he said that he and Helen uh, have done this song before, although they do it much slower. Uh, but it's it's just great. Let's give it a listen. Uh, Lauren and Mark doing onward. Pretty big sound. That, that huh? is
3: a big sound. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's really cool.
2: Well, thanks, Dave, for that tip. That's uh that was a nice one.
3: Oh, hey, and look at the time.
2: Hey, you know what? I think we uh, we probably ought to get out of here for just a little bit. And well, uh, it's
3: our usual ritual.
2: Yeah, tomorrow's moving day. Moving yeah. day, right? So we we get get
3: take care of stuff. You yeah, know? go
2: check the trash and uh,
3: get it out to the curb there. Right, yep. and then
2: we got to check that. Left, left or rear inside, inside dual, dual. Yeah, yeah, and make so, sure it's holding air out yeah, there. Yeah, so um well, we'll do that. Um I'll grab a trash bag and uh, you get the tire tester. And uh, uh, I uh,
4: figured what, you what, out on uh, this. Yeah,
2: uh, what? That tire is ninety pounds. <laughs> yeah, well,
3: if it ever blows, you're gonna have to get a new brother. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: okay. All right, we'll trade this time. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back with the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA.
3: Okay, the tire is good. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, and you are too? Yeah, I'm okay, but I'm <laughs> a, just a little weary. I, yeah. Weary, let's put it that way. You know,
2: it's important to check the uh, tire pressure, right. as Blad, Ke- Brad Kozlowski tells yes, us. Yeah. He, he knows yeah. what he's talking about. Right. Yeah. So, check your tires, yeah. folks. So, uh, So thank you for doing that. And uh, and I got the trash picked up. Yeah, I I saw that. I'm going to
3: have to follow up because you missed a bag. Well... Just one. Well, you're leaving that one open for the beer cans, I suppose. <laughs> maybe. Okay. All right. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Right, I got you. I got you. So,
2: uh, you know, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park, right here in St. Augustine, Florida.
3: St. Augustine, yeah. man, I love this place. I used to spend some time down here, you know, in my hippie halcyon motorcycle days. Right. It, this is a great place, man. It, a lot it's, of history. Oh man, it was. Uh, it was. It was actually founded in. Uh, get a load of this.
2: 1565.
3: Holy cow. Yeah, that's that's a long time ago, wow. <laughs> Anyway you look at it. But it's known as the oldest uh, continuously inhabited European established settlement in what is now the contiguous United States of America. So, wow. But listen, what I love about this place, is so much history. I mean, you can't swing a dead cat down here without hitting something historic, you know? That's true. But it's also a beautiful place to ride around on bicycles and that sort of thing, which is uh-huh. a lot of fun as well. You bet. So anyway, we've had a great down here in St. Augustine. People have been pretty laid back about the whole thing. We, yeah, we yeah. They've kind time. of
2: left us alone, which is uh, which is nice. This is nice. Uh, yeah. Leave those
3: boys alone. Yeah. You <laughs> don't know what they're going to be doing next. It's
2: true. Yeah. Don't set them off. <laughs> you know, people ask us, they say... Derriers, exactly. Why is it that you uh, travel back and forth across this country of ours in that old RV of yours? Well,
3: because we really don't have any place else to go. I mean, well, that's you know. true.
2: You know, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA have these things called ranches. ranches yes, yeah, and uh, you know, they do their shows from the uh, the relative comfort of their ranch.
3: I just see them sitting around in their little slippers, you know, and, and they're could lazy be. boys. Yeah, yeah, that's what up, I'm
2: thinking. It might be, yeah, it could be. But uh, but you know, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. Junior, of course, has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. We just like to say Dos Cabezas. Dos Cabezas. Dos Cabezas. Dos Cabezas. Dos cabezas. Dos cabezas. Oh, Al- stop! We're okay. in a loop. Okay. Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Great place. And we've got, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, our our pal Suzanne right. called our attention to the fact that actually we do have a ranch. We just hadn't
3: thought about it that
2: way. It, it's good you got to ch- kind of bend your mind sometimes. That's right. And, and it is border to border and other border to border and cheek to cheek. Uh, yes, thank you, Ranger Doug. Um, and and it is a ranch. Without, Without fences. fences, yeah. So we've got the whole country uh, at our disposal, and we ride that range in our RV named Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Ah, uh, Rosie. Why you? She gets us there. Rose. She gets us there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She does. We
3: we love Rosie. Yeah, she has her issues, but so far so good. So far, she's she's hasn't
2: stranded us yet.
3: (laughs) Well, you're right. She hasn't. Yeah, that's exactly right.
2: So Leo, uh, I finished off the first segment. So I think that that means that you are up for the first song of this time and i can't wait to hear what you picked i can't either oh but you have to decide okay
3: well i guess i have decided okay
2: we like to feature local artists
3: right sure do well in this case this guy is not only local he kind of he made a name for himself he's got there do you remember a band called uh, br549 yeah okay all right that band was uh, co-founded by a guy named chuck mead Right, and he's from right over here, around Lawrence, uh, you know, just just west of where we're from in Kansas City, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a he, he's a, a director of music. He's written a lot of stuff. Um, he's he's a, and he's founding member of the band, which they came with that name, obviously from the old hee-haw sure thing. Br
2: five four nine junior samples,
3: junior samples, yeah. But he was born in actually Nevada, Missouri, which is one of those towns that we name funny. Everybody said so we call it Nevada.
2: Well, but that's how they pronounce it that's down there. That's how they pronounce it. They it's their it, town.
3: That's their town. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1960, but he was raised mostly in Kansas. And uh, he was he was uh, brought up in what was mostly then a kind of the rural area of Overland Park. Oh, yeah, back he, then. Back then. It's not so rural anymore. Right. And then yeah, he, they ended up moving over to Lawrence, Kansas, and... Uh, you know, he just kind of went on from there. But he went to Nashville in 1993, just like a lot of people do, to kind of, you know, give it a go and see what happens. Right. And he ends up playing in the front window of uh, Tootsie's Orchid Lounge as a solo. <laughs> oh, my. No, I'm serious. He's in the front window of this place. It's a dilapidated strip of, you know, shopping area known as Lower Broadway, which if okay. you've ever been in Nashville, Lower Broadway is, yeah, you got to go see that to believe it. But he met another guy down there named Gary Bennett, and uh, he was playing in a western store down the block. <laughs> it was called the Rhinestone. Okay. And they just kind of hit it off, and well, one thing led to another, and they started, you know, putting a band together, and they were getting kind of hot. But they didn't even have a, a name for the band yet, so uh, they had no name until a truck driver this is right up our alley, right? (laughs) Yeah. This this is truck driver. And he was a big regular and a big fan. He gave them $50 to buy posters to advertise their shows. Wow. So they had to come up with a name.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) And that's where they came up. So what he's done, I I pulled a song off of one of his uh, projects here. um, this is a project that he did, which features all Kansas songs, basically. Okay. All of a sudden, he, he touches on a lot of subjects, some are kind of dark, like the Clutter family murders. You oh, know, boy, yeah. And stuff like that. But I picked one from uh, this album, came out in two, uh, 2014. This is a great little tune. Um, it's called Neosho Valley Sioux.
5: Neosho Valley Sue, Neosho Valley Sue I love you, Neosho Valley Sue
6: I'm
5: just a poor boy from the rain Won't you let me be a man? You're my first love, Neosho Valley Sue Well, I went out to a little fair to find myself a sweet When well, I saw that girl by the tilt of the whirl Well, my heart went flip and sent me on a little trip Took me to another galaxy Well, she led me to the stars She was Venus, I was Mars I won't forget you Neosho show Valley soon Little I find myself a sweet when well, I saw that girl by the Milton World. Well, went flip and sent me on a little trip that took me to another galaxy. When well, she led me to the stars, she was Venus, I was Mars. I won't forget you. Neosho Valley, Zoo.
3: that's a good swing right yeah, there. That is. I got stuff. Got love chuck me.
2: Yeah, nice done. nicely done, Chuck.
3: Well, I think it's your turn, Roger.
2: It is. I've been trying to get to this group for a while, um, and it, the, the group is Tuck and Patty. Now, are you familiar with them? No. Okay. Um, so, uh, it's a guitarist. His name is uh, William Charles, or he calls himself Tuck Andrus. He was born in 1952 in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Patricia, or Patty, could... Uh, Cathcart Andrus, and she was born in 1949 in San Francisco. So they met at an audition in San Francisco in 1978, and um, before that, he studied classical music at Stanford and was a session musician with the Gap Band. I remember and, them, mm-hmm. yeah. And she was uh, also classically trained and was a member of the Brides of Funkenstein. Yeah, I haven't. No. <laughs> I don't know that, but no, I'm, no, no, I'm no. looking I'm, it up. No, uh-uh. They married in 1983, and they moved to San Francisco, um, and they worked in a rock and roll cover band. They they were uh, offered recording contracts, and they declined them so that they could polish their sound. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, they had they had like a bigger mission, you know? Hmm. I mean, that, that's actually kind of cool, you know. In 1987, they signed with Wind, uh, Wyndham Hill, you know, okay, right? Okay, and I've, I think about that label a lot.
3: We've right, some, we've listened to a lot of Wyndham.
2: So, um, so, and that's when they uh, recorded their breakout album, which was Tears of Joy. And um, um, my wife and I uh, heard that album, uh, I think on, on an NPR station sometime back and we were really, really taken with them. It's just him on the guitar and her singing. Really? And it is just, it is some of the coolest stuff. So um, uh, I just picked one. Uh, they do a lot of Beatles covers, but they do everything. But I picked this one because its uh, it kind of moves a little bit. Uh, it's from their album, Love Warriors. And this is Tuck and Patty doing Honey Pie.
7: She was a working girl North of England Way, and now she's hit the big time in the USA. And if she could only hear me, this is what I'd say. I'm in love but I'm lazy So won't you come on home I oh, honey pie My position is tragic Come and show me the magic Of your Hollywood song You became a legend Of the silver screen And now the thought of meeting you Makes me weak in the knees Please oh honey pie Driving me frantic, sail across the Atlantic to be where you belong.
0: Honey pie, honey
7: pie, oh honey, I'm talking to you, honey pie. Yes, won't you come back to me? I really need you, honey pie. across the sea Kindly send you sailing home to me Please, oh honey pie, you are making me crazy I'm in love but I'm lazy So won't you come on home I'll say honey pie, My position is tragic Sail across the Atlantic
3: fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a really low voice. Would you call that a contralto? Uh,
2: probably so. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, just a really strong voice and he's just a killer his, his player. His guitar playing. Oh my yeah. god. But I mean, I just love that kind of um just guitar and a voice. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's putting it out there. Totally in sync. Yeah. Not me. i got to have a whole bunch of people around me. <laughs>
3: no. if, yeah. if we go, one, two, <laughs> yeah, there
2: you
3: go. <laughs> All right, Leo. Well, uh, it's back to you. You know, I'm going to play a song I remember uh, from real, I think it was on the radio a lot, you know, when we were kids. And this gal's name was Myrtle Audrey Ehrensberg. Of course it was. Of course it, but But uh, she was born in uh, 1924. She passed away in 2016. But she was known professionally as Gogie Grant.
2: Oh, Is okay. that ring a bell? Uh, sort of, yeah. She
3: was a pop singer, and uh, she's most known uh, for this. She had several nice uh, hits, but the one I'm going to uh, feature today is the number one hit from 1956 called The Wayward Wind. Oh, yeah. You know, now it's kind of ring. She was actually uh, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and she was the eldest of six children of Russian-Jewish parents, okay? Oh, wow. So, you know, just one generation of immigrants right there. Uh, and she uh, she attended Venice High School in California, um, and she won a teenage singing contest and appeared on television talent shows. This girl wanted it. I, I was reading up on her. I mean, that's she had her mind set on stardom, you uh-huh. know, from the time she was a little girl. But in in between, she worked as a car saleswoman in the in the in the early 1950s, and in 1960 she began to record. Uh, at first, he went by her name, Audrey Brown, and later, Audrey Grant. And then uh, she was neat. This gogi, where did that come from? Right.
2: Right? I'd love to know
3: that. This guy gave it. Uh, his name was Dave Cap, and he was the head of artist and uh, repertory at RCA Victor. And he liked to patronize this particular restaurant called Gogi's La Rue. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said, he, "She, said, she went, what's a gogi anyway? And his answer was, Damned if I know. I dreamed it last night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it seems like a good name.
2: Yeah, it's got a nice ring it's to it. It's got a
3: nice ring to it. So this, like I say, this is her big hit uh, for, uh, for Gogi Grant, and uh, it's called "The Wayward Wind" from 1956.
6: <laughs> A restless wind, a restless wind That yearns to wander and he was born The next of kin, the next of kin To the wayward wind days, and I guess the sound of the outward bound made him a slave to his wandering ways. And the wayward wind is a restless wind, a restless wind. The king to the wayward wind Oh, I met him there in a border town, he vowed we'd never part though he tried Wind. A restless wind
3: finish
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a that's a Hollywood finish there that's good French horns and everything what a production number yeah Oh, well, that's great, Leo. Good pick. Hey, look at the time. Oh yeah, I think it's about time we uh, go do our final walk around we and uh, apologize. To yeah, the neighbors. we got some apologizing to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's important so, to do that. Well, it's good. Uh, you know, it's a good way to uh, to end the uh, the trip.
3: A six pack goes a long way. It does do that in that regard. Yeah, that's
2: what Dad always told us. That's what Dad told us. Okay, well, we'll get out of here and then we'll be back right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Okay, look out! Look out! We're backing up. We are backing up. Uh, of course, that's what we do. We we, we back up. We are the derriers. That that's that's and true. That's kind of what our job. Our job is to back, back up. up. Yes, yeah. right. So uh, this is the part of the show where we like to uh, encourage people. Uh, suggest
3: maybe. Uh, well.
2: Um, um, Maybe we, uh, oh, well, okay, we'll beg, yeah, we'll beg people to go to our websites, yeah. um, and check out uh, the uh, information we have there. The one for this show is derrieres. com, and we
3: have another one for the band, which is threetrailswest.com with the number three,
2: yeah, of course, exactly. And if you go to either of those websites, uh, you will find a lot of content. content. And if you watch it, we're pretty certain that you will be contented, contented
3: but there's so much of it you could become confused in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get you straightened out yeah there's That's
2: the there's, there's contact us tabs at uh, both websites or you can go right to us with our uh, email addresses mine is roger no d at the and
3: mine is leo also no d at the right
2: uh, you know the other thing you can do is uh, if you go to the by the way Make go to sure. The Derriere. If you mis- leave that out, then we're not responsible. Okay.
3: And don't sign up for that one, whatever no. you do. Yeah, because okay.
2: you, you, you'll, you'll stay on their uh, list forever, forever, right, Leo? That's exactly okay. right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> if you go to that website, go to the Americana Row Show tab, and uh, you can download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure, preferably right. in your, in your, your leisure, leisure suit, suit, if you have one. Well, double name Yeah, you'd be super cool if you, you did that. Yeah. So, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, Go, go nowheres, nowheres Without, without the, the Derriers. Yeah.
3: We appreciate it, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Listen, I think we wound up uh, the last set. I think I did the last song with uh, Gogi Grant.
2: Yeah, you did.
3: Doing that uh, Wayward Wind song. I think it's your turn.
2: Yeah, we're going to go bluegrass. um Ooh. Yeah, I, I discovered this song. Uh, the guy's name is Steve Thomas, and his band name is Steve Thomas and the Time Machine. Uh, pretty interesting guy. At age 16, he had, uh, Steve had moved to Salem, Virginia, where he became acquainted with the new acoustic music scene, which uh, bands like Boone Creek, the David Grissman Quintet, New mm-hmm. Grass Revival, Tony Rice Unit, you know. Wow. Um, and by uh, the time he was 18, two years later, he had met Tim Austin, and eventually they formed the original Lonesome River Band. Oh, uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, that was with uh, Jerry McMillan and Rick Williams eventually um, he learned that Del McCurry was in need of a fiddler and he landed the spot.
3: Oh, that's cool.
2: So while still filling out his schedule with Lonesome River Band, in 1983 he accepted an offer to go to Nashville and play with the Grand Ole Oprys, Jim and Jesse. You know, this guy's just been around, All over the place. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he said, at that point, I was in the game for good. So he played with uh, groups including the Whites and the Osborne Brothers, toured with Brooks and Dunn, you know, so um, and he's also played on records uh, with people like Aaron Tippin and Barbara Mandrell. Love them uh, both Mandrell. Yeah. So, uh, but I like this song. Man, it starts out really powerful uh, vocally, uh, but it thinks me. It makes it thinks me make.
3: It thinks me make. Yeah. It's
2: easy for you to say. <laughs> I just had I just had a Yoda moment there. <laughs> um, makes me think of our buddy um, Jim Winters because he's such a car guy, truck guy, really and and the song is called daddy's twin i-beam now that twin i-beam suspension uh, was something that uh, Ford developed um, uh, for uh, in, back in um, 1965 I got to look something up on it it said uh, it, it 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 gives uh, you two front axles two rugged i-beam axles to share the abuse of the roughest going and because of forged steel I-beam construction, just like big rig truck axles use. That was a good, uh, well, good add there. You. But anyway, uh, it, it's a great story song, and it's about this kid that his dad has this uh, twin I-beam uh, Ford that he's restored and, and taken care of, and he borrows it. Uh-oh. Yeah, so uh, you can uh, give it a listen. Um, Steve Thomas and the Time Machine from their album, All of These Years... Daddy's twin I-beam. You can
1: hear it grabbing third from a mile away. Lord, what I'd give to hold those keys today. Daddy kept his homemade brandy in the truck behind the seat. Packed a twist of back on the dash for his cheeks, white and red for twin I-beam. I can steal. Yeah. Um.
3: Tree didn't get you, but your daddy's on his that's way. <laughs> oh, man, that's a line.
2: Yeah, that's that's fear right that, there. That's a great song. Yeah, man. isn't that good?
3: It really is a good one.
2: All right, Leo, what do you want to follow that with?
3: I got a guy. Uh, his full name is William Christopher Smither. Of course, it is. Chris Smither. I think this was a referral uh, from our friend Art Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, oh, awesome. Anyway, well, he's got some great ideas. He does, man. That guy listens, he knows his music. Yeah. This guy was born in uh, 1944. And uh, he, his music draws deeply from the blues, basically. American folk music, that sort of thing. But listen to this. The background this guy has. He was born in Miami, right? And then they lived in Ecuador and the Rio Grande Valley in Texas before settling in New Orleans when Chris was three years old. See so, where I mean, you know, this guy's got it going already. <laughs> all this, I guess. He was raised in New Orleans. <clears throat> and uh, then, oh, it gets better. He lived briefly in Paris, where he and his twin sister, Mary Catherine, attended a French public school.
2: Now you're just making stuff up. I'm
3: not making this up. <laughs> I got it Gee. from the internet. It, <laughs> of course,
2: it's got to be true. It, it
3: was a mystery. Anyway, now look this guy had it all going for him. So he's, he's living in Paris, and his dad bought him his first guitar which brought from
2: Spain yes okay of course I,
3: the, I, this guy had a golden spoon in his mouth right <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway he, he graduated uh, from Benjamin Franklin High School in New Orleans went on to attend the University of the Americas in Mexico City and he planned to study anthropology. But it was, this, it was there that this uh, a friend uh, played some music for him by Lightning Hopkins that just turned his life around.
2: Oh, man, that would turn you around. That, that
3: turned you around right yeah. there. And he returned to New Orleans where he attended uh, Tulane for one year, and he discovered Mississippi John Hertz music. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he's getting his creds then. Anyway, he had a little detour. Uh, in 1964, he flew to New York City uh, two days prior Guess what he was getting ready to do in New York City? I have no idea. He was going to board the SS United States for a five-day transatlantic voyage to Paris for his junior year abroad program. <laughs> Gee
2: whiz! Wow!
3: <laughs> oh, brother! Anyway, you know what a life. Yeah. He but he, he he did say he got into a kind of a rut, and um, he had a lot of success. He wrote some songs that like were picked up by Bonnie Raitt. Lovely like, uh, love Me Like a Man, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he says, uh, following this mixed early success, his recording and songwriting career had a long fallow period. Uh-huh. He had that coming, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, he struggled professionally. And in his official biography, uh, he's quoted, he says, I was basically drunk for 12 years, and somehow I managed to climb out of it. I don't know why. Wow. Now there you go. Well that's that was a, a gift, I guess. That's the background on this guy. Yeah. So from if he recorded the song in the year two thousand. Let's listen to this guy killing the blues. <laughs>
4: I was swinging the world by the team Bouncing over a white cloud I was just killing the blues Just killing the blues said I was swingin'
8: Saturday night he rides it from out in the sticks He ain't got a job, a dime, of gold He's always in a fix But when he steps out on the planks The folks all give a glance He's a real top man with a gallon hand Swinging at the cowboy dance Just upon his boots, it seldom gets brushed off Until he shows up for the hoedown, his feet they go aloft Well the do doe, do we sure do know, as the partners wait their chance He's a real top hand with a gallon hand, swinging at the cowboy dance a gal in a green plaid dress steps up with a smile and seven jolly punchers kick it into double time and as they spin around the room there is a new romance he's a real top hand with a gal in hand swinging at the cowboy dance An Arkansas traveler coming from the cowboy band. They turn their way on up the door, still dancing hand in hand. Now that cow pokey is the victim of said circumstance. He's a real top hand with a gallon hand, swinging at the cowboy dance. Oh, he's a real top hand with a gallon hand, swinging at the cowboy dance. Love that guy.
2: Yeah, that's Sid Masters, our old buddy Hi, from old buddy. the International Western Music Association. Man. I tell you what, he he was born in Wisconsin, but he lives in uh, northern New Mexico now. Author and recording artist of the official State Cowboy Song of New Mexico and has been recognized by the Academy of Western Artists as Mel Vocals of the Year twice. Twice. Good dude, man. And And he's uh, an
3: excellent sound man, too. Oh, he sure is. He knows it all, man. He's a cool guy. Hey, you know what? Hey, what? We
2: are out of time.
3: Oh, good Lord.
2: Yeah, we got to get down the road and all that, but uh, we got to figure out where we're going.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. We got to do the map thing. Yeah, so let's see. I
2: I threw the dart last week. So it's my turn uh, to fill the dart. I'll get the map. You get the map. Okay. okay, it's back here in the closet. Wait a minute. Okay, let me look. Up. Okay. Oh, got it. Right okay, I
1: yeah, got it. I got okay. it. Okay,
3: bring okay. it, make it oh, up here. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, there's on the it on the wall. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's good. It's good. Okay, you get back in the circle. <sighs> okay, I'm back. Are you ready? Yeah. Got to turn around three times. Yeah.
3: First, I got to get the. Oh, the you got to get the dart. Yeah, Sorry, I okay. jumped ahead of the, no, that spoon drawer too. Okay. Okay, I
2: got it. I got it. Got it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now get in the circle. Thank you. Ready? Huh? One, two, three! Throw the dart! Throw the dart! Oh, okay. Oh, well, we went up a little bit. We didn't go too far. Uh, South Carolina. Okay, we can deal with uh, it. Redford, South Carolina. Never. Oh, that should be a relatively easy trip.
3: Yeah, we think.
2: Uh, Well, I guess we'll (laughs) find out, won't we? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get over there, and um, then we'll get some more tunes together, and we'll do this all again next week.
3: It sounds like a plan to me. It's, you know, we don't have anything else to do.
2: <laughs> no, that's true. That's kind of it. Well, it'll be fun. Uh, so, Leo, we'll get back here uh, uh, pretty soon, and uh, we'll do the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And
3: remember to look out behind you, it's,
8: it's the, the Derriers.